0: It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: It's time to get In the Huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConforta. Baldy, uh, let's talk about uh, Stefan Diggs. And before we do, guys, make sure you like us Tell your friends and subscribe so that you can't miss an episode of In the Huddle. Jason Lock on four, a part of this podcast as well. Carl Dukes, Brian Baldinger. Um, Diggs, last week, we talked a little bit about this. The attendance, he was there, he wasn't there. Then his coach came out and said, Hey, there's no problems. So here's the report this week Diggs is frustrated with his role in the offense and says, He also is frustrated with his lack of say in the play calling, which is interesting to me, Baldy, because I don't know any receiver in the league that's saying, hey, I need to be more involved in the play calling or getting me the ball more. It's call the play. If you're open, I'll get it to you, right? I mean, that's kind of how this thing goes, and you want to get it to your playmakers. But on the surface, it seems like this may not be a big deal as Sean McDermott addressed it last week. But if in fact this report is true, this is is going to be the problem I talked about last week where he comes back to camp, he's still frustrated, nothing changes, and then we get into the season, and he's a disgruntled player who is, and I'm not going to say he's going to derail the Buffalo Bills. They're Super Bowl contenders. But this kind of stuff doesn't help, Baldy.
2: It doesn't. Ken Dorsey's the offense coordinator. I don't know. What changes? He was targeted 154 times. I mean, if, if Stefan was on this podcast with us right now, Carl, I'd go, is it the number of targets, Stefan? Is it the in a playoff game, are you not getting it because the quarterback doesn't see you? The defense is taking you out. There's another way to free you up. Like, don't like that's a conversation. That's a legit conversation. Like, if Cincinnati is doing this to you, but by the same token, your offense line is breaking down left and right, and they really can't handle Cincinnati's defensive front. So, is it the quick game, the, the hitches, you getting the ball out of Josh's hands quicker and putting it in your hands and let you make the play? Like, those are fair conversations to have with Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen. It doesn't, it, it does him no good to go to a mandatory mini camp and then not practice because this is hanging over. This is things that can be that you can sit down and discuss and put the game film on in Cincinnati, Kansas city, some other games that you've lost in, in real, in, in recent years. And those, but those are things that you should do in April and May when you're in the building, this is not something where Josh Allen or Von Miller has to come out and defend. You as a teammate, like it just does it's bad optics. It doesn't get anything done. And then it leads to all of this. It leads to us speculating. It leads to, you know, Adam Schefter and whatever he had to say, Mike Florio, (laughs) whatever he has to write. Like it just leads to that kind of speculation. And then ultimately the worst part, and I don't want to do this to Stefan at all because I like Stefan, but it puts him in that diva category. Yeah. And divas don't win championships, but I can tell you, receivers that won playoff games this year that were literally crying in the locker room because they didn't get the ball. Now that don't I mean I'm not gonna call the guy out, but that's just a, a reality in a lot of places. And I don't know like when the Eagles won their first Super Bowl uh in Super Bowl 52 up in Minneapolis, like they didn't have a receiver that had a thousand yards receiving. You know, I mean it was a total team win. They they didn't have a guy that had 10 sacks. You know, they didn't have a thousand-yard rusher, but they won a Super Bowl. So is there a give and take there? If Buffalo would go on and win a Super Bowl, but Stefan isn't the star, is that going to be okay? Hmm. Like, you know, you know like, like does the team effort overcome or over? Like, op- you would hope that it would. That's just a, you know, just a, a scenario that I'm throwing out there right now.
0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
1: here's what's interesting baldy uh and i'm just looking at the numbers so he caught four passes on 10 targets in that loss to the Bengals. you're talking about um and then remember he left the locker room in a hurry did not address the media so all of that stuff is still lingering apparently again this is the report that's out there guys about uh, Bills Mafia and what's going on with Stefan Diggs, frustrated with his role in the offense and his say in the play calling. So the numbers say this, Baldy, and this is what you were just talking about. So their pass-catching options after him are limited, right? He's one of the most versatile, versatile receivers in the game, but last year the Bills had a successful play 61% of the time when they targeted Diggs, when they targeted someone else. So Josh Allen throws to someone else. That dropped down to 50.7%. So point is, you know, Diggs may be knowing this. He may know these numbers, his agent, whoever. And he's saying, when I get get thrown to, we have success. When I'm not thrown at or thrown to or targeted, that number goes down and obviously our offense lacks. I don't know how much of this all plays into just the, the sit down, have a conversation at the table. Let's get all this crap off our chest. But those are the numbers. And it says... That when you throw it to digs, you have more successful plays than not.
2: Okay, I mean, I, I you know, there's there's a metric for everything, and you can True. make it do whatever you want it to do. Um, it's just another data point. Um, the, and the and Baldy, that, I don't, I don't that, agree with
1: it. I'm just saying, no, no, no. If no he I, wants I, to I, complain. You know what I'm saying? He could probably use this as this is why I feel this way. Look at look at what happens when the ball comes my way.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, they played from behind in the playoff loss to Cincinnati. It was ugly. It was an ugly 10 points. I mean, they were never competitive in the game. No, And and that's not because, I mean, the weather probably had something to do a little bit to do with it. Cincinnati was a better football team. So it's still a team game. And you just can't take deep shot after deep shot and say, okay, we're going to go, you know, chase the Bengals here with this type of offense. I mean, that's not a good way to play football. Um they had a hard time sustaining offense against Cincinnati. They had blitzes that got home against Josh Allen. Josh Allen was running for his life with breakdowns up front. Every single offensive lineman broke down from Deion Dawkins to Ryan Bates, like <laughs> you name it, Spencer yeah. Brown. They all broke down and it led to quick pressure. And so Stefan's out there throwing his hand up in the air. Josh Allen's on the other side of the field running for his life. Like, you know, like they, I, I think, if I was Stephon Diggs, I'm like, look, they they brought in Connor McGovern. We'll see what he does. They drafted, you know, Osiris Torrance. We'll see what he does. Maybe the guard play is better. Um, you know, better they run the ball a little bit better up front. I mean, that's it. Looks like that's kind of what they're trying to do to get bigger, tougher. You know, when they, so when they go against Cincinnati or Kansas City in a playoff game, or if they're going up against Miami and some of the beasts they have, or the Jets this year, like maybe they can better better handle somebody's front coming after him. Um, But maybe it's frustration with Ken Dorsey. You know, he's he's a new offensive coordinator. They lost, you know, Brian Dable, who obviously was, you know, a really good play caller and a very good, successful first-time head coach. Maybe there's frustration with the way the offense is called. And if that's the case, the Buffalo Bills aren't making any changes there. I mean, Ken Dorsey's the offensive coordinator. He's the play caller. He's been groomed to do that. But my point is, regardless of the level of frustration, where it stems from, this has to be done in-house, Carl. Mm. It can't be done where there's like a sit-down on your way out to your mandatory minicamp, where everybody now is talking about this. Like, that's just not the way to do it. It has to be done in-house, and it has to be done with Sean McDermott and the play callers or the quarterback or whatever it is. Like there's plenty of time in the offseason to address the frustration.